So the idea is that we're building a solid foundation as we go, firstly for yourself, and then through your family, and then through your community, and then at the world at large. And we can start to find our own path, um, but my experience is that is the order that makes a lot of sense. Hello, welcome back to Embodied Relating with Brady Mack. I'm of course your host, Brady Mack. And today on the show, I wanted to talk to you about what's been going on in my life. What's been happening inside my family and in like the most private area of my family life, which is family therapy. So I've been in family therapy with my mom dad and my sister for a long long time off and on for a few years and we're always making progress but we're really starting to make big progress now and that hasn't come easily like i'll just put that out there plain and simple it has not come easily it's come through many difficult conversations and a commitment to showing up for another human and i think that that's both what we desire as humans is to be shown up for by other humans and where our growth often lies within ourselves. so how we can show up for other humans that are important to us like our family like our partners like our kids, like our colleagues or our employees, our community at large. The people in our lives are the thing that really matters. More than, you know, getting the job done, more than more than right or wrong, like just showing up for each other is on a soul level what we're all really looking for. And of course, you know, that's advanced. There's other things that we need to get to before we can take care of another on a soul level, right? We, we need to take care of ourselves first. We need to take care of our own body, our own nervous system. We have to feel safe in our own being. We then have to take care of our own emotions and our experiences of life, the roller coaster of the ups and the downs and the chaos and the boredom and the excitement and like you name it, the emotional self, right? That, that version of self that has a heart, that cares. And, you know, we need to take care of that. But then once we've taken care of ourselves physically, emotionally, we kind of get to this place where we can start to consider how we can support others. We can be of service in the world. And because the world is so global because the world is so interconnected these days it can be really easy to think like okay i need to change the world i need to invent this new product service or business that's going to change the world or i need to have the next app that's going to change the world or i need to have an email list that's a million people so that i can impact all of those people well guess what for most of us that's like 
way further than we need to go, at least for now. And hey, don't get me wrong. If, if you're you know closing in on a million people on your email list and you've got that many people following you and you can you know send a message out to that many people, beautiful, go for it. If you're not quite there, don't worry because I would argue that you can make just as powerful of an impact on this world. And the impact isn't always quantity-based. Million people. Sounds sexy, doesn't it? Like it, it really sounds like a great headline. Oh, impacted a million people. But it fails to recognize the quality that's available in your impact. It fails to recognize quality that is available in your impact. And so when you think about the ability to impact someone, I want you to think of one person, one person beyond yourself. You've got your nervous system and your heart and some semblance of stability. And now you're thinking about how can I be of service in the world? Well, you can help one person. Maybe that one person is a family member, your partner. And really, you know, this is where it starts. Is it starts in our family. How do we change the world? Well, we change ourselves. How do we change our world beyond ourselves? Well, we support our family. Support the house. You know, this is where real change happens. It's here. <laughs> it's here. And certainly for Loa and myself, you know, we are in this place where we're in this home that supports all of our needs. And that was first. And now we're in this place where we're both creating lots of content and we're feeling like we're reaching out to other parts of the community and we're like expanding out from here. But first we had to have this container for us. And so now we can start to impact our larger communities. You know, we've started to make impact in our families and you know for me that also looked like looking back at my my birth family and you know that journey is not for everyone ram das spiritual teacher and harvard professor says if you think you're enlightened go spend a week with your family and see what happens because inevitably all of the triggers tend to come up when you spend time with People who know you inside out and have known older versions of you and maybe even see you in that older version still. And so going back to spend time with, with you know, past family is, is a big experience, or it can be certainly um, a big venture to take on. And I was at a place in my life where I wanted to. I wanted to look back and... Um, have this experience with my family where we could heal together, we could care for each other, we could get to this place of having conversations. And I would say I'm kind of in between this phase of being of service to my family and being of service to my community. And not yet the entire world, <laughs> and that's okay. I'm, I'm really, I, I think I've, I've 
gone to that place of trying to be of service to the entire world and realized I didn't have a foundation. <laughs> you ever experienced that? Where you're like, my heart is so big, it's like, it's so heavy, and it's like, it just wants to like press up against everyone and everything, but it doesn't actually have anything to hold itself up, so it becomes top heavy and it's just like, <laughs> it just falls over. It's noble, but it's not stable. So what happened for me is I realized I had to go back. I had to go back and look at some of these other parts of my growing up, my family dynamics that needed to be repatterned. And through that, I've then been able to firmly find my own ground and support my, my current family with Loa and myself and maybe a child at, at some point in the near future. And I've also been able to find much more ground in my ability to support my community and, and, and myself um, through really honing in what it is that, that I care about and not being pulled or swayed by my old childhood patterns and really being able to like be at peace with those based upon going back and doing a lot of this work with my family, which I'll get into in just a moment. So the idea is that we're building a solid foundation as we go, firstly for yourself, and then through your family, and then through your community, and then at the world at large. And we can start to find our own path, but my experience is that is the order that makes a lot of sense. And sometimes, at the very beginning of that journey, when it's just you trying to figure out how to support yourself, it means distancing yourself from a lot of those others. <laughs> like for me, when I was 18, I left home. I knew I had to just be out of there. And I, you know, traveled for a long, 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 long time. And my whole time I was traveling, I was like looking for, you know, where can I, you know, find a place to call home? Really what I was looking for was a place to be able to support myself and you know, through a, a long, twisting, crazy experience of life's journey, I ended up finding ways to support myself through things like yoga, breath work, nutrition, beautiful relationships, etc., etc., men's work, etc. Yeah. So I had to go back and or I had to, you know, distance myself from my family for a long time to find that. So then coming back into the reintegration of my family as I think about starting my own family with Loa, I knew that there were some older pieces that needed taken care of. <laughs> and so how I started family therapy, because this can be like a, a kind of tricky one to, to navigate, especially if you've been estranged or if a family member's been estranged from your family, if, if they're like quite distant from you, if you haven't spoken in a long time, if you have a rocky relationship, if someone was hurt, or assaulted, or there's been some other dispute within the family that's caused separation to, you know, one, come back together, that can inevitably be challenging. To come back together in family therapy can sound intimidating for some people. Like when I first asked my family to do family therapy with me, my dad and sister especially were like, why do we need a therapist here? But what I found 
which was mind-blowing and relieving, was that having the therapist there actually helped. And the reason it helped was because with the therapist there, there was someone else holding the space. Where I had previously stepped into the role of the space holder or the facilitator to try to facilitate my family's growth um, and my own growth, I realized that I couldn't play both roles. I couldn't play the facilitator and the participant. And I had played the facilitator previously. And really, I actually had taken a back seat on playing the participant. So what I realized is I need someone else here to hold this space, keep it safe, to make sure that we can all speak our truth and, and you know, things not blow out of proportion. We can keep the peace in conversation. And so I started with asking my mom to go to therapy with me and a facilitator and a therapist. And I asked the therapist, you know, all I want you to do is just hold the space and be a facilitator for this conversation. I'm, you know, I have some things that I want to say. And some of those things were, you know, I wanted to express deep love for my mom that I didn't feel like I could really express. But before I could express that deep love, I needed to blame her for some shit. I needed to say all of the ways that I felt that our relationship had been damaged. And some of that was my own ownership of, you know, being crazy teenager. I just got into a ton of trouble with the law and with drinking and with fights and I mean, you name it, and her having to experience that, I wanted to apologize. And I also wanted to, you know, say, like, here's some things that I had seen in our relationship that I, I don't tolerate in, in this, you know, newer version of myself anymore. And I would love for things to be different because I want to be closer to you. I want us to have a, a good connection, but I see that here's some things that are getting in the way. And I didn't know how to bring that in without her you know, really being so hurt that she actually pulls further away. And so what I wanted to do was have this therapist there in the space to facilitate togetherness and just to allow for us both to say how we really feel, for conflict to arise, and then for it to pass. And this is exactly what I do with my clients as well, is I'm really, I'm stepping into the role of a facilitator which is actually a little bit different than a coach. Facilitator is someone who, who allows for the process to unfold. They set up the process, and then they allow for the, the process to unfold within the participants, but they're not participating. And it worked really well. It worked so well that in the first, you know, we had an hour-long session together and I had said everything that I wanted to blame her for and apologize for and expressed all of the love in the world that I had for her and I was just like in tears crying because I'm like I love her so much and I'm just you know all the time that we, we had spent you know in any degree of disconnection it was like you know, there's pain there but also relief of like oh we're I can finally express this thing. It was like magic was happening. Fireworks were going off in my mind. It was like, and I was just like a, a mess, a pool. And 
course, that was really deeply healing to, to fully express that. And we got to a, about uh, 50 minutes into the one hour long session. And I said, you know, I know we're getting close to the end. And actually, I think I've expressed everything I want to express. And the facilitator said, oh, actually, you booked me for an hour and a half. <laughs> so then I had another 40 minutes to just share more love with my mom and also in that time decide that I'd love to share this with my dad as well and with my sister as well and it would be great to organize some things similar where we have someone come in to facilitate to hold the space and listen to you know each other <laughs> and and have someone facilitate how we can healthy be healthy in our listening with each other and ultimately create togetherness so that's what we did uh, we agreed to do that and again you know my dad's just had a little resistance like why is there i don't understand why you need to have a therapist here to talk to us and then i explained you know there's some things that i don't feel comfortable sharing or i don't feel like are well received if i share them without a facilitator here and within the first five minutes they got it because the things that were being shared were like me speaking to their hearts, which is very different than oftentimes the dynamic that can happen when you spend a long time with someone, be it your partner or a family member or otherwise. What can happen is, you know, you, you know each other. You, you imagine the predictability of the other. You can imagine what they're going to be doing, how they're going to be showing up, how they're going to be going through their day, what they're going to say, what triggers they're going to have. And so if you know all of that stuff, you just categorize them and put them in a box. And that sucks. Like that sucks to be put in a box to, to you know, have people stop being curious and understand you. So to have a facilitator there is to like kind of break outside of that box and then be okay with that. Like have the other people be like, like, okay, like, you know, I can't put them back in that box. Like, let's, let's challenge that belief of they are this way because they're not this way. They're showing this color and they're moving in this direction and they're feeling this experience and they actually feel this way about that, even though it's, you know, completely different than the way we grew up together, let's say. So having a facilitator there facilitates healthy change. And this is what I do in my programs with the Embodied Relationship Council, which, by the way, is largely designed through this experience of doing family therapy. Because I've understood the difference in our family dynamic once we were able to get to that place of understanding each other, of expressing, each other, expressing ourselves, and like facilitating these really beautiful conversations that honestly the conversations that my family and I are having now I thought we would never have I thought there's no chance there's no way that like each family member would progress in the way that they have my dad's got the best social life he's ever had my mom is supporting other people in her life that used to be going through the same thing that she was going through my sister has cleaned up a ton of things and is you know got this awesome job that she's working at now like and 
it wasn't always that way. You know, it wasn't always that way. Myself, I, you know, I just, I feel like I can count on my family. I feel like I can call them and talk to them about anything. We have weekly meetings. We have family values. Like we've got all of these crazy things that aren't actually that crazy. Like it makes sense to have family values. It makes sense to be connected and support each other. Unfortunately for me, in my experience, my family lost that way. Somewhere along the way, we, we kind of just lost each other a little bit. And all it took was someone else coming in to support us in that experience of figuring out how to understand each other, figuring out how to end conflict or understand how to conflict so that we can come back to intimacy, to love, connection supporting each other and I'm really really excited and maybe you can feel the juices in me I literally just finished family therapy session um, which was actually at this point without the therapist it was just my family me we just had a family meeting we all checked in told each other about our week told each other what we we're struggling with told each other what we were excited about. We gave kudos to each other. We were acknowledging each other. I'm just like, where is this family coming from? And the realization is that healthy family comes from doing the work. It comes from showing up for each other in this way and from having these deeper conversations that may have never happened without a facilitator present. I cannot encourage you enough to bring in a facilitator, whether you've experienced extreme dysfunction or if you've experienced just conflict that's unresolved. Bring someone else in to support you. Because when we think about most of life, our work, our career, our schooling, our sports. We usually have someone along the way showing us, teaching us, coaching us through how to be good at that thing. In relationship, which is, by the way, the most important thing in your life is your relationships, which gives breath to all of those other aspects of life, including career, business, uh, sports, you name it. We don't always have that teacher. We don't always have someone to even show us how it could be or how it should be or one little tip here that can change everything. And maybe you've experienced that in some of these other places, in business, in sports, in your career. It's like when someone gives you that one little tip and then you're like, oh my God, this made my life so much easier. How did I not know about this all along? <laughs> Well, that's what this is. It's a six-week boot camp to get your relationship to that place of extreme intimacy and peace and bliss. And this program that I'm talking about is, of course, Embodied Relationship Council, the six-week program that I take people through. And I am truly excited to open this back up and to have more couples come through. Um, if you are interested in joining, I'll put a link to this in the show notes. Just click onto the link 
you can book in a free call with me and let's have a conversation. We get an opportunity to work together one-on-one. So that means me and you and me and your partner is the one-on-one, also two-on-one. So me and both of you um, together. And we've got six sessions with me and both of you together. So there's a, a great opportunity to practice exactly what I talked about today with you two having the conversation and a facilitator being present. Be honored to support you in your journey, your family, your partner. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please remember to subscribe. You can watch this video on YouTube. If you're there, hit the subscribe button. Uh, You're on Apple or Spotify, hit the subscribe button and I'll have many more juicy tips, tips, tricks, and ways to facilitate conscious embodied love in your relationship. Thank you so much for tuning in today and I'll see you in the next episode. Hello, you beautiful souls. Thank you for listening to the Embodied Relationship Podcast with Brady Mack. I want to introduce to you a program for those of you who are in relationship, who are potentially married or just in a longer term relationship and might be feeling stuck or uncertain or simply craving more intimacy in your long term relationship. The program that I would love to introduce to you is my signature program, which is the Embodied Relationship Council. And this is a journey where you get to embark on opening the heart and exploring the power of mindfulness, emotional healing, as well as the science of lasting connection. And it's not just about the spark, it's about creating conscious love that evolves over time and actually thrives with more time together and so this is a a space for a conversation for you and your partner to come together and to experience what it's like to grow together in love and understand the warm loving embrace of each other's souls through the joys through the challenges we learn how to overcome all of this through conscious love. So if you're craving a love that really feels like home, a connection that nourishes your heart, I implore you to check out Embodied Relationship Council and let's deep dive into your soul's growth, your soul's liberation and the magic of conscious love together. If you're interested in joining the Embodied Relationship Council, Click the link in the show notes and I look forward to seeing your application come in. Peace and love, everybody.